from the shadows of New York's Manhattan skyline to Arizona's Valley of the Sun resides a radio program the world over has been waiting for. Hosted by two men no one has ever heard of. It's a place where idiocracy runs free and rarely a point is made. Kieran. I mean, we're looking up something about something that doesn't exist, and then we're reading a quote that this dude just made up and we're taking it as fact. Rocket. Yahoo Answers, the same place where people ask, I never had sex, can I get pregnant? <laughs> That's the same place. Together, these men will bring you laughter at any cost, even if that means sacrificing their own egos or well-being. So put your brains on standby. Sit back and relax. The boys have returned. Lunatic Radio starts now. Bang, let's start the fucking show, eh? Radio show. I'm Kieran. That's Rock. Way the hell over there. And, I can't uh, believe we made it back. The big state, the big city of New York. Word up. We, we are back, everybody. Yes. And it doesn't mean we're going to do one radio show and oh. see you in six months. <laughs> oh, really? No, I thought that's what we were kind of scheduled. Yeah. No, it's, we're back now. It's going to be fun. We're going to do radio stuff. By the way, if you're uh, listening to this on the podcast and you have no idea who we are, we are the Lunatic Radio Show. I'm Kieran S. Rock. We've been doing this since, since 2001 when podcasting wasn't even a word or internet radio wasn't even a thing. Well, it was a thing because Rock and I were doing it. Right. Weird. So that's who we are. We've been doing comedy talk radio for uh, a long time now. We had a uh, we had our heyday, and then we had our shitty years, and then we had years <laughs> when we were really drunk doing the show. And then uh, oh, those are the best years. <laughs> I can't even listening to those years. I can't. I know what years they are, and I can't listen to them. <laughs> oh, you're missing out. Those are it's, great. It's like a solid three years, like. Uh, what is it, 2009 to, to through 2011, I think? Yeah. And maybe into 2013. I don't know. It was pretty, pretty, it might have been a good five years <laughs> of just, I don't remember. I remember the first segment of all those shows, and I don't remember like the, anything. I don't remember the last segment. I don't remember anything else. So all those shows are kind of new to me. So maybe I should go back and listen to them. Anyway, everything's available on iTunes. Uh, there's two feeds on iTunes. There's a old school lunatic radio uh, feed, and then there's the new stuff that we're uh, you know putting out the new stuff now. And uh, yeah, so we're everywhere. Anywhere you're gonna find your podcast, you know you'll you'll be able to find them. And we're on right. YouTube, so subscribe to us on YouTube and all that stuff. And and uh, yeah, we'll just and if, and if somewhere in the middle you hear a final show, it's not. <laughs> 
just so right. super, you know we, we we'll do that we'll confuse the people out there like, you know we'll keep them guessing keep them on their you know keep them on their toes yeah it's like when a, you hear the final show it's really not yeah it's like a cliffhanger you know <laughs> Wait it's like it's like that show nashville that was canceled from abc and then cmt picked it up you know yeah. it ended but it didn't yeah, you know, it's like, you know, we're like Kiss. We do that final world tour nine times in a row. Exactly. <laughs> it's always the final tour, but I mean, apparently next year we're playing too. Uh, uh, yeah, so it's the it's the show and, and we're there and and go subscribe and do all that fun stuff. And by we're the way, here and you're there. We're, we hear you there. <laughs> I miss the hell out of Steve Summers in New York. And by yeah, the way, he's still around. Like you know, he does the overnights once in a while. Yeah, you will find he out. He fills in for the Christ- for the Catholic holidays. You will find out that Rock and I are a fan of a lot of things, and one of them is uh, old school radio personalities. <laughs> and we're losing one this month, Rock. Yeah, yeah. The 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 sports pope. He's he's leaving us. <laughs> the guy I've been listening to uh, for like pretty much my entire life. Andy Pettit's a good pitcher. He's yeah. a good ball player. Yeah. Fucking Mike Francesa, WFAN. He's leaving. It's November, what, December 15th? Is his last show? Yeah. And apparently he's going to go on to do other stuff. I don't know. You know, it's not like the last of him, but it's the last time he'll be hosting that show, the Mike Francesa show on WFAN in New York, which is WFAN, if you guys don't know, if you ever really give a fuck, I don't really care. I'm going to tell you anyway. It's the first sports talk radio show that ever exists. So when you're driving. That true? Wait, is that true? It's the first story? It's the first one that ever exists. You didn't know that? Are you sure? It's the first. Can we get the fact checker on that? Yeah, you can go ahead and Google it. It's the first sports 24 hour sports radio station to ever exist. Wow. WFAN. That's why it's. That's why it's a big deal. That's why he's a big deal because yeah. he's been on that station since its beginning. So, and now he's mm-hmm. now he's leaving fucking what is it? 25, 35, I don't know how many fucking years he was doing that show. It was a long fucking time. Oh, yes. Uh thank you. Welcome to the people back in our chat room. By the way, live number to call in 718-690-9290. Is that the right number? <laughs> don't even know. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Did you change it? No, I didn't. No, it's there. It's 718-690-9290. I actually had to check that because I didn't know. So, uh, you know, and, and with Francesca, it wasn't even like he just did one show. I mean, there was days where he did like, you know, full days of radio. Mm-hmm. Like the Sundays are like crazy. Yeah, crazy. Like, he did a lot of radio. Yeah. I don't understand. I, he would so do. Much. Imagine... Uh, yeah, like Rock and I do this show for two hours once a week. He did his show for six hours every day by yeah. himself. <laughs> yeah, and there's some in a football season weekends too. And there's some classic clips of Francesa on uh, on YouTube of him like literally falling asleep in studio, <laughs> like falling asleep as he's listening to a caller talk about some awful oh fucking gosh. goddamn yeah. met trade or something. And he just, he literally, there's, 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 he's just falling asleep on the microphone. It's hilarious. But anyway, he's really, he's a, he's a legend. The guy's a fucking legend and he's leaving us, which is scary. You know, it's scary. Why is it scary? Cause that means you're getting older. Yeah. I'm getting older. It's one of them things. That's, that's what that, yeah, that's, that's what that signals. Like you're getting older. Like Don Imus, the guy that I was listening to ever since I was the first dude I've ever heard on the radio was Don Imus. 
And like he's, dude, that guy's gonna be dead soon. <laughs> like it's scary, yeah. you know? Yeah, honestly, how old is he? He's oh god, he's I don't know, in his seventies at least. Jeez, he's had like, at some point you just gotta like call it a day. He's had cancer for nine years. Did you know wow. that? I didn't even know that. Yeah. Anyway, it's a it's a, we're back. We're doing. By the way, call just call in if you want to call in. By the way, it's it the. Uh, Phone lines are open. When we do the show live, we have an open line. You can just call in and uh, we'll answer it. We'll talk to you. And uh, if you have your uh, questions or your news or anything you want to want to just throw out there, you want advice from Rocket because Rocket's really oh. Rocket's really good with the love talk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, it was funny because, you know, with the time off, I had opportunities to listen to some old shows. God, I just sound like an idiot. I just sounded like an overly excited idiot. And it's funny now looking back because you would make some comments at me about, you know, like the way I would act or do things. And I was completely defending myself. Right. And now I listen back and I'm like, you know, Kieran's right. <laughs> like, what am I doing? I love it. I love that. you. Like, what am I doing? Because yeah, I'm older. You see, at the time, it seemed OK. I know. Uh, I, I feel the same way when I listen back to uh, old shows and I hear my young self like spewed out some knowledge that I think is like on point and fucking profound <laughs> and older me is listening to younger me on fucking iTunes and going you're a pathetic little piece of shit you're a pathetic loser you are a loser you're so off base on this fuck yourself young Kieran go ahead Virgin Zach you're on the air well, at least we know the phone system will still work. Yes, it does. Hey! Welcome back, Virgin Zach, to the radio program. Hi. It's uh, great to hear you guys again. Glad to see Kieran's not dead. I'm not dead. Oh, you lost that bet. I'm, I'm not sorry. dead. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If you I'm pick Kieran bucks. to die, you lose. Yeah, I took a break. Yeah. Uh, I had to take care of some stuff, which I can't talk about yet. Oh, uh, but I will at some point, and it's it's not like anything to like fucking to be mad at me about or to be concerned about if you're fucking have any thought about me in your life. <laughs> like, don't worry about it. A lot of people have gone through what I'm gone, going through, but uh, yeah, so you know, actually, probably I don't know, a couple of weeks I'll be able to talk about. It. Yeah, and, sexual reconstructive surgery. Yeah, and I have not been. Uh, I am not on the list of sexual offenders. <laughs> Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, I'm not on the I'm not on the list with Matt Lauer, Charlie Rose, or uh, well, those guys are important. Well, they at least they used to be. <laughs> um, I'm not on that list. No, I, I don't do that because, as you know, the only thing I fuck is myself or socks. <laughs> yeah, or the couch. <laughs> I was gonna say you yeah. forget it. I mean, you just said it yourself. I, just said it. I know. What else? What else can you add to that? You can't. You just kind of buttoned it up nice and tight. Yeah, kind of right on point. So, what's going on, Virgin Zach? Are you? Are you? What's going on? What do you got for the show? Uh well, I re- I moved again. I'm in South Carolina now. Jesus what? Christ! You're like a gypsy. Just, I'm not a gy- I have an apartment. I'm literally standing in my living room. Oh well, I know, but it's just like you're always on the move. It's like you never, uh, you Am never, I? you never, you're not like Damone. You're not like Damone from Fast Times at Ridgemont wow. High. Act like no matter, yeah, act like no matter where you are, that's the place to be. 
No, he's not. Uh, he's not satisfied wherever he is. This version Zach guy. By the way, it's non. That, no, Zach. hold on. Yeah. Oh. That too. Oh. No. First off, dickhead. The uh, oh. job I'm working for me dickhead? down here because it needed more people. What happened? The job I'm working. I'm working for a sales rep for Red Bull International. Right. Oh, Red Bull uh, man, it gives you wings. Yeah, it, gives you, it gives you fucking wings, huh? They needed more people down in their South Carolina region, so I said I'd move down there since I still didn't even have a place down in or up in uh, North Carolina. Right. I was having this discussion yesterday. Do you know, uh, you mentioned South Carolina and North Carolina. Do you know mm-hmm. the reasoning that in some parts of this country, like we have a North Dakota and South Dakota, why why are there, is there, a, there are North Dakota and a South Dakota? Why can't, it, why can't they just name... Why can't they make it all Dakota? You know what I mean? Why is there a North and S- South Carolina? Why? I can't, I can't tell if you're being serious if you actually have. I actually answer. am being serious. I have no idea. Why did somebody just go like, you know what? We're just going to, we have North Carolina already. We're just going to name that territory south of us, South Carolina. Why didn't, why didn't they just name it something else? Is, is this a dumb question? I just don't know. Does anybody I, know? <laughs> They lacked originality. There's like, right. hey, here's some new land. What are we going to call like it? Lazy, I don't know. What we call the last place? Lazy yeah, state. Yeah, Carolina. Name. Well, that'll yeah. be now North Carolina, and this will be South Carolina. Right. Uh, Virgin Zach, uh, you're a non-virgin <laughs> now. Uh, do you have, yeah. uh, have you ever been accused of, uh, at Uh-oh. work, of being naughty? Woo! Mm. Uh, in a way yes wow what oh, what did you do that was so naughty at work was it like uh well i didn't was it uh Harvey? do you not know who i am he must not know who i am i'm the juggernaut bitch i'm gonna hit you with your own pimp i'm bad i'm a baddest motherfucker in the world was that, was that you was that you today i no <laughs> no um no. back when i used to work in the <laughs> Back when I used to work in the radio station, some woman claimed that I got her pregnant. What? Wow, you threw a... The, what a wow. No, no, I did not throw anything oh, at her. Oh, snap! Her. <laughs> I don't even know what that one is. You talk. Uh, Give me two. <laughs> yeah, I'll be right back, Rock. Hold on a second. Yeah. Uh, well, Kieran just got a soundboard back, so I know uh, I'm very happy buck, with that. Yeah, soundboard. buckle up. <laughs> he missed it. I, I I have it back. Uh, so, I mean, did you say to her at the time, "I'm fucking Virgin Zach. I've never had sex." Uh, no, I told her father that I've never met her and that I, there's it's impossible that it's my baby. Hmm. Now, what ha- What was the scenario? Like, you had your cubicle, and she walked into your cubicle, and you had a button underneath your desk that you pushed, and you locked the cubicle closed, and uh, you bent her over the, the cubicle desk, and you're like, so what was the scenario? She painted. I'm just going to get an image uh, for later tonight. That's what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> Cubiclepoint.com. That's what I'll be on later. <laughs> buy it. Buy that domain. <laughs> Uh, and it's bought. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> what was this? No, th- no it was just like, uh, back, you know, this is right after I graduated high school. This, when I was working for the radio station, this chick came to one of our events. I'd seen her once before. And then like three months later, she claimed that I got her pregnant. 
by coming to the radio station and claiming that. And I just about lost my radio gig that I was doing there for that. Wow. So she just, did she not like you or something or did you? No, she was, she was trying to be a fame whore baby woman. Wow. She really got to wow. shoot higher. <laughs> like you would think, you know, yeah. Yeah, really shoot yeah. higher, you know, you know what? I'm I gonna, agree on that one. I'm gonna fucking go. I'm gonna go for the gusco. I'm gonna claim that this yeah. intern impregnated me. <laughs> gonna make me rich. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't get that. What the fuck? So were you scared? I would. Were you scared, or were you just like, uh, you know, this bitch is a. She's just fucking. Fuck. Her. I knew she was lying, and and like everyone, like I had to tell my dad about it. And he was like, "You're too good for that." person so i know it's not true and then when the kid was born i told the dad i gave her father my number and so when the kid born i'll take a paternity test and prove that's not mine mm. kid popped out he said there's no test needed because the kid's black oh boy hello friends jim nance here i don't know what that means so yeah <laughs> So the kid was black. Go away, Baton. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, so there you go. That certainly wasn't your kid. Yeah, you are no. not the father. You are, pretty straightforward. you are not the father, my friend. Yeah, well, there you go. Nope. Well, that, that was uh, that's a story. There you go. Never a dull moment yeah. in uh, Virgin Zach's life. Huh? No. Uh, uh, no. Do, no you have, is, do you have an opinion on uh, all, the, all these people, Virgin Zach? That have oh, uh, these these men in Hollywood. Uh, First what, off, what's, I'm waiting the, for the accuser to come for you. There are no accusers. The only mm, well, there, there are no accusers. I've never uh, done anything like that, but I would be honored to do it because <laughs> that would mean I would actually be getting some sort of play. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> it would be a step up for me. Uh. So, I, it, this is one of the things where it's like you keep we keep waiting to hear who's the next because there's obviously going to be more coming mm. and someone someone said someone's trying to figure out who would be the weirdest and the most hopeful you like you wouldn't want to see and they said Steve Carell Steve Carell really he's up there I think Tom be, Hanks would be more of like a what I, the fuck Tom Hanks would be a would be a a, a huge one if he were to, because he's already come out against everything that's happened with these other yeah. guys, you yeah, know. Exactly. Well, so did so did uh, Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer was trying to freaking accuse or was was grilling the two some two random assholes about it. Uh, Bill O'Reilly happened this week. Yeah, he was grilling Bill O'Reilly about it, <laughs> and uh, he was doing the same shit. Matt Lauer, how, how do you live with you? you, all you could, I guess all you could do is hope for the best that no one says anything right. at that point. Do you do you think at like some point Matt Lauer was just like you know what I think it's gonna come, but I might skirt it. You know, yeah, he had to. That had to be his rationale because what else is he gonna do? Right, right. Like and then you're, then you're wondering about like the guys that haven't you haven't heard from in the last few months. They haven't said anything. You haven't seen him in public. Oh, like, oh, what are those guys fucking doing? Are they just they're hiding out because they have some shit brewing that they don't want like, to spilled? Like, um, I got the list of all like these. Kanye West. I, there's a shit ton of these dudes. Kanye West. Yeah. Right. <laughs> nah. Or uh, what's his name? 
We got Matt Lauer. We got Al Franken, which was kind of like nothing. Like the Al Franken one was just like, I don't know. Did he really do anything? Like, I don't think the, you can, I don't think you can lump out what Al Franken did in with what Matt Lauer and Harvey Weinstein did. Uh, then there's some, well, actually it, it technically, he actually made physical contact compared to the other guys. So there's yeah, that. Yeah, but he like, that, that's a big difference. Like there are some things about Matt Lauer's story that are kind of bizarre, you know, like the whole, the whole thing, the whole story about him having a lock from his desk that will lock his office door. I'm like, that's some crazy technology. Like, why do you have, that? you know what I mean? Right. Like, so when the broad walks into the, his office, he can like, and she closes the door, he can lock it from underneath his yeah. desk. That's some crazy. That's some- well, I mean, you don't, you don't want to be Matt Lauer and be like, oh, hold on. You got a towel and you got to shimmy over there, lock the door and shimmy back to his desk. He's like, no, I'm just going to push a button. It's locked. Right. There was the story in the, in the post I was reading that he actually banged some chick. What? In okay. his office. Oh. So, I mean... That wasn't I, his wife. That wasn't his wife. It was like a, a chick in okay. her mid-40s. Uh, nope. Yeah, so we had that. We had... Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Andrew Krisberg. Do you know who that is? He was one. Is Brat Redner. Uh, yeah, Brat Char- Redner. That was a big one. Charlie Rose. Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Uh, well, the, who didn't see that one coming? The Louis C.K. one? Yeah, uh, I was a bit surprised. Uh, what? He, really? No, nah, those yeah. stories have been around for a while. To be honest with you. Yeah. Dustin Hoffman? What did he fucking do? Yeah, he. Yeah, that was. I, yeah, I don't know how far Hoffman? that went compared to the other guys, I, but I don't know where the. Uh, um, Ed yeah, Westwick. How, how deep he's in it? Who's Ed West? <laughs> Oh, and see, here's the, here's the, this is where the story's getting a little crazy because they're like, they throw like George H. W. Bush in with like Lauer and, and he like, he's an old guy. What he did was grab some ladies rear end from his wheelchair and go like, uh, at a charity event, at a charity event. It wasn't like, I mean, George Dakai is on the list. Mike, oh some guys I didn't even, I didn't even like realize. Russell Simmons coming in from Leroy. Oh yeah, Russell Simmons. Mm. There's a yeah, shit. It's a, it's a, a, it's shit a running that. list, man. It's a running list. Yeah, but Har- uh, Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein's a creme de la creme, though. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. Notice there's no women on that list. Oh yeah, no. James Toback because. Of- yeah, there's not. I mean, maybe there will be. You know who James Toback is? He's like a he's like a movie maker. Actually, no, I, I don't know who. who I watched uh, I watched some uh, documentary. Jimmy James Toback is. He uh, he's friends with Alec Baldwin. That's oh, all, that's all I know well, about the guy. Really, there's your first issue. Uh, <laughs> Jan Wenner is that the guy from Rolling Stone? God damn, the guy from Rolling Stone. I just watched that documentary on HBO about the. Uh, uh, like stories from the edge or something on about Rolling Stone. It was pretty good, but that guy was all over that documentary. He he fucking Jesus. There's a lot of dudes. It's like yeah, I'm looking at like 40, 50 guys. Jeffrey Tambor, yeah. really? Jeremy? Yep, he's Piven? on there. Yep, yep, yep. Jeremy Piven, John oh. John Besh. Who the fuck is that guy? Uh, 
Like some of these guys, I don't even know. But like, there's a shit ton of dudes that are important in this world, I guess. And uh, you know, they're just—I don't know. But but I don't know. Like, I don't know what to think about. It's just so weird what they like. I don't know. It's it's incredible the what the psychology behind power and money and fame does to somebody's hmm. like mentality and what they think they can do with that power. And cause like, like let's look at it this way. You're a famous dude. You can, you can essentially get any woman you want. You know, if you just play like normal and cool and be right. like, Hey, I'm, I'm famous guy. I'm Matt Lauer. You know, want to go hang out, you yeah. know, there's a, pretty strong chance whoever that woman is she's going to you know have sex with you right you don't have to go to this extreme situation of like doing these like creepy things or sexually harassing women do you think so but but it's taking such a fucking gamble why would you do that like if you're with what which way uh, say like i I got like matt lauer asked the girl like hey you know let's go fucking bang what if she it's like it's such a gamble why is it a gamble? She says no. Okay, you know. Well, but it's not like well, you know well, he, he wait, can. Wait, wait. He doesn't have to do these creepy. What? You don't have to do these creepy things. It's just they just feel like they can and they can get away with it because they are who they are. Right. You know, it's like he went to a bar or whatever. Just be, hey, what up? He wants to hang out. Yeah, I, it's all about where it's happening. Like at a bar, it's a totally different scenario. But if you're at like the Today Show in his office or you know around the set there at work at NBC on their property somewhere that's a fucking gamble oh right yeah, no, yeah no, i'm not saying it a gamble i'm saying like in a public situation yeah. just you know you yeah, want to get his rocks off i mean i think it would be pretty easy to he didn't have to doesn't have to be fucking doing that weird that gift thing is so weird like what are you doing what's, what are you what's the gift how thing? do you not foresee this going badly in the long the run what what's the gift thing i don't know that he gave like he, some sex toy gift him, and he I, says i want to like and he left in a note like i want to watch you use this oh god who did he give that to <laughs> i don't know one of the women but and, it's like and is curry? he wrapping it <laughs> like is he like thinking like yeah this is a good idea i hope he wrapped it I hope he at least was thoughtful enough to wrap the gift and not have someone else wrap it. Was he giving it to Al Roker or was it one of them? That's cute. Because I would love to see Al. I think maybe next on the list is Al Roker. That guy's fucking sketchy as fuck. I got to imagine Al Roker's got some big ass skeletons in his closet and that's not a fat joke. Yeah, it was funny you mentioned. I saw your Instagram about Geraldo Rivera, but he like defended someone recently who was uh, accused. Yeah, but so. did you see the Bette Midler uh, audio that she told uh, Barbara Walters back in the day during an interview? What about what he did? Like Geraldo did? She just flat you- flat out whatever show that was. I would imagine it's like uh, an ABC primetime special because Barbara Walters. That's all she did back in the day. Mm. Uh, Literally on that show, she's like, yeah, Geraldo uh, and his like director or producer or something uh, like cornered me in a room and they were just gr- like like doing a Trump style, grabbing her by the pussy and all that, you know, uh-huh. like it was some seedy shit, you know, yeah, Geraldo seems creepy in this climate when she was like she was telling that story, I guess, in, obviously in a different time. And it didn't seem like Barbara, it was Barbara Walter was even shocked about it. Like it wasn't even a big deal, but when you hear her uh, describe that story, you know, currently living in this climate of, you know, sexual harassment and political correctness, you're like, holy fuck. It was like that's borderline rape. 
<laughs> you know, it's true. It's so funny. Isn't that funny how like what time does and how it changes? I know things. That's what's so bizarre about this whole fucking thing is, is because um, a lot of these accusations you hear about these guys is like from fucking 15 years ago, 13 years ago. Yeah. You know, and now, you know, now it's just like, wow, it's like that sucks. So like in, in essence, like like Louis C.K. did something like 13 years ago and for 13 years he was just like, ah, I guess I'm in the clear. And all of a sudden, boom. Gun to chin, pull trigger, and <laughs> fucking career. Smoke weed every day. Oh, not that one. Though. God damn. Nah, whatever. Uh, you kind of get it. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, it's a fucking career over. Career done. All your your movie that was supposed to premiere over, not premiering anymore. You're stripped from all of your producing credits of all the TV shows you're on. Executive producer, stripped of that. You can't play gigs. You know, I, th- I feel like Louis C.K. will have like a comeback. Like will be able to come back and start working again because I, I feel like his scenario was kind of like I don't know I just don't feel I just think he's just bad with women I don't think he did anything that was really awful you know the only thing that was I mean it, it, I don't know it's just like he's like he, he, it's creepy what he wanted the girl to do like right yeah you know, just watch me jerk off but like some of the accusations are like. Oh, he w- he said he was masturbating while on the phone with me. I'm like, who hasn't fucking done that? <laughs> like, who hasn't done that? Virgin Zach has done that. Is he still on the line? By yep. the way? Oh. Yeah. He's doing it right now with us. I mean, I have the people Maybe. in our chat room Maybe. have done that. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I know. He's doing it right now. <laughs> I mean, that's not an accusation. And what else is, what also scared scare me about this whole trend happening with the like a lot of these guys getting named is that like papers around the country and things all over the internet like like magazines and and news organizations they're just fucking they're they're publishing accusations like they're fucking convictions you know like convictions in a court case but it's it's like i feel like back in the 70s and 60s and 50s that shit wouldn't happen that shit wouldn't well, happen. Well, the day of Walter Cronkite, there's no way Walter Cronkite would ever go on his show and go, you know what? Matt Lauer has been accused of this. He would never say that. He would never do a story like that because it's an accusation. It's not a fact. But but also during that, like, like 40s, 50s, and 60s, a lot of that, people didn't think that was bad or illegal they thought it was just the norm like if you go to hollywood there's i i've read you know stories about how and how like these secretaries and all these other women that were working with with these high power movie producers and actors back then that was the same shit and now it's just like now it's become a problem and people are starting to talk about it now mm. but it was so much more it wasn't it was it wasn't seen as bad 60 years ago as it is today. Right. I guess is the best way to put it. What do you think, Rock? Do you think Do you think this is like... I don't know. What do you think about this whole thing? It's like kind of bizarre. I mean, I guess those guys are our scumbags, you know? Well, yeah. But I feel like in a way, it's kind of like a witch... Like a witch hunt, too. Well, no. I think, you know, it's, it's uh, power numbers, you know? So the Harvey Weinstein thing is... He was kind of like... 
usually, you know, it was like the, the top of the pyramid was the first one to f- come down kind of a thing instead of like working its way up. Like Harvey Weinstein was like, he was like the godfather of the sexual harassers in Hollywood. Yeah. So it made it so much more easier uh, and uh, women to feel more comfortable, at least, at least the way I'm seeing it for them to come out because the main guy was already taken down. The guy who, you know, the guy that I'm sure they all knew had Israeli uh, counterintelligence watching them if you do anything wrong. So the fact that he came down first, it made it more easy. Well, not easier, but uh, it put him in a more comfortable situation to be able to come out. And I'm sure there's still going to be more because, you know, just because, um, you know, women are coming out and, and, they're, and they're feeling that sense of empowerment and uniting, you know, it's still a difficult thing to 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 bring out into the public for a lot of people so you know this is going to be a constant it's gonna be a slow trickle i'm still waiting for uh what's her name from kill bill to come out with that and whatever information she still has on harvey weinstein she is she is dragging that out like like uh like it's a soap opera whatever this information she has has and and understandably she wants to drag it out because she doesn't want as she put it he does deserve a a you know single shot to the head and just uh execution he wants she wants him to be uh dragged through the streets so to speak is that Uma, Uh, uma thurman Yes, Uma Thurman. Yeah, no I keep shit. forgetting her name. Yeah, um, she posted okay, something on Thanksgiving cross. that alluded to the fact that she's got some more information on him. Um, so, who knows what? Who knows what's going on there? <laughs> well, here's here's coming a good from, question coming in from the chat I room. Don't think uh, people are... Hold on, let me get this in. Uh, I'm Joey, famous right, right. guy. <laughs> I just gotta get that in. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, Verzek. Well, here's a good point. What, you know, we have, there's always these big accusations coming out. What about an accusation that might come out that isn't even true? And then someone, you know, Matt Lauer type or someone big that's working for a company, been working for a company, had a clean record, they get fired. And then it turns out this was a total bogus. Is that going to, you think that's going to happen or have we seen? Well, it if it couldn't be bogus, if you already apologized. Yeah, well, why would he apologize for something if he I'm, thought it was bogus? Yeah, but maybe no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not saying Matt Lauer himself. But let's say there's Joey, you know, big money maker, newscaster, <laughs> actor guy. Wow, and that's a huge he's never, title. He's never done anything. He's never done anything wrong. But there's a false accusation that comes out that gets him canned from like a big news organization, or he gets he loses like a big show role and movie mm. roles. What's okay. gonna happen then? That motherfucker's gonna have that's a gonna lawsuit. Stick with but that, but that's gonna stick with him more than anything they've done in their own careers. Like he was accused of this. It's that's just like that's what I'm that- saying about the fucking accusations that the papers print. It's it's mm-hmm. horseshit. They shouldn't do that. They shouldn't do that at all because, like what you just said, what if like the thing, uh, the whatever Jeremy Piven did because he's on a list. What if, you know, what the, whoever's accusing him of doing whatever it was, what if that's not true? Now, I everybody who, you know, woke up one day and read in the paper, hey, Jeremy Piven accused of sexual assault. They're all going to think he's a fucking sexual predator, but he's not because but there no one no one's ever going to hear that. The paper's not going to like print uh, a retraction or an apology. They're just going to spew out the accusation and it's going to ruin some guy's fucking life for no reason. That's fucking, that's the horseshit about all these fucking uh, internet websites and news organizations 
uh, printing accusations from women. I get it. I get women, you know, standing up and, but you know, what the fuck? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get both sides of the story before you throw out a fucking, you know. Uh, but none of these men have article. so far fought no. yet. Any, no, none of them have fought the, any of the charges, any of the allegations against them. Right. Because here's the thing. The, it's only going to take one time for that to happen. If that scenario breaks down, Karen, where a woman falsely, um, you know, uh, alleges that a man did something and there's zero proof and he he comes out and says this is all horseshit and proves that it's all horseshit forget about it every woman for then after that loses all credibility right and that one woman will be publicly stoned by every other woman right. out there so um first we got to hear a man to say like no that woman's out of her mind so she's lying and that hasn't happened yet so <clears throat> let's get there first i tell you what in this uh in this trend of guys uh getting accused of sexual harassment sexual misconduct whatever the fuck it is now uh called the word cunt is just lonely as fuck I'm Aww. telling you, that word is never going to be used ever again. <laughs> like, yeah, I that, use it every day. Oh, come on. That word, they, like if the word cunt were like a person and it had thoughts and feelings, uh, it would probably be terrified uh, right now thinking that its career is over because <laughs> no one's going to hire the word cunt to be used for something anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you can't you like you thought you couldn't use the word cunt before. You can't use the word cunt now at all. You know what I mean? No way can you use the word cunt anymore. And uh you know, I'm going to try to keep it alive, but I know at some point if I use the word cunt too much, I'm going to be brought up on sexual harassment charges by somebody. And it's just, probably uh, just say you're uh you're reciting lines from uh, Glengarry Glenn Ross. Right. <laughs> Right. Stupid fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, absent checking in. When do the sexual allegations against Kieran ever come out? No, that's impossible because I don't have sex. Yeah, the only yeah, the only thing, the only one that's going uh, to give, give a, promote allegations is maybe uh, his, maybe his sock and or hand. Maybe somebody other than myself will allege that I've had sex. Oh yeah, my couch, my whole couch. <laughs> Somebody will just come out and go, I allege that Kieran's had sex. And I would say to them, no, that is totally Holy untrue. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see this on my dick? It's dust. Right. And if they called the New York Post and said that, the Post would be like, no way. You're fucking lying. <laughs> He's never had sex. By the way, you know, for the sake of old times, old show's sake, uh, are, we, are we starting a new streak? Has this new streak been started Fuck in, yeah. in the world of Kieran? I'm fucking guns a blazing. Oh, really? The only thing I'm ruining are socks that I buy at fucking TJ Maxx. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. So you're not... <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, no, I don't... I don't have a new... Yeah, I have a new streak. Why not? You got a new streak? Yeah, fuck yeah. I think that's what the show needs. I think the show needs you back on a streak. I've been on... Uh, I know way too much about Alexis, Texas. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's 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 uh, where I'm yeah. at. That's where I'm at in life, fellas. And it, I, I, you know, I'm not ashamed of it. I can break down. Here's the, I was telling my buddy this the other day because I've been on vacation oh for 11 days, and they're like, and they text me from work. Guys from work, they text me, 
And uh, they're like, so what are you doing? Just like, just, you know, they think I'm just literally just crank fest at my, my apartment for 11 days in a row. I'm like, come on, this is like, it never changes wherever I go in life rock. Like it, like I moved to Arizona. I have the same conversations I've had with you in New York in Arizona with completely different people. (laughs) It's, it's weird. So I, that's, that's what they, and it's off air. uh, Yeah, It's off air. It's not like a joke. (laughs) (laughs) It's just an actual conversation around the water cooler. Um, yeah, so that's what they think I've been doing. And I just texted them back. I was like, no, well, I was like, no, I mean, yeah, you know, I need to go to bed sometimes and it makes me sleepy. So I do it. But, and I texted them back. I was like, I could literally break down a porn stars, like sex skills, like a NFL analyst on Monday night countdown. (laughs) Like I can literally analyze the skill set of Alexis, Texas in bed. It's amazing. She's really right, good. I, I have no idea what that means. Can you give me just one example? In all seriousness, I have no idea what like a skill set. Give me one example. We don't have to dive too deep into this. I think this just is an example new, of a, of a skill a set that band. she has. Well, she she obviously she's blessed with uh, gifts. The gift, one mm-hmm. being Alexis Texas, is her butt. Everybody loves her butt. That the girl's oh. worth eight million dollars because of her ass. How do you know? Oh my god! You I really know. Do know too much. I do know. Dude. I didn't know, I know that. This, this is gonna get really fucking sad really quick. God damn it! Are you <laughs> fucking with is. me? And I'm not fucking with you guys. You know. Uh, so yeah, she's worth eight million dollars. All right. So when she's you know doing the sex and not to be, I don't want to be gross about this. I will try yeah, to I try to let's, say it in a kind way. All right, so when sure. she's uh, having intercourse with a guy on bed, in the bed, and she's on top, okay, she can she arches her back like she's she's doing the the cowboy, riding the cowboy. Uh, she can arch her back and like bounce her butt on the uh, on the uh, you know the male penis way better than anybody have I ever seen do that in my life. <laughs> Like oh. she's really good at it. And okay. it's, and it's like, it's, it's, it's based off of her shapeliness, the way she can contort her back. Oh, and it's just, it, I don't know if it's the weight of her, butt, the size of her, I, I don't know. I don't want to be gross about it because, uh, Lord knows that folks might turn off the radio from a little too crass. Ugh. Uh, but yeah, she's fucking, she's just great at sex. Virgin well, she's Zach, flexible. You, she's very flexible. Flexible is not the word rock. I oh, would, like, um, oh, like, uh, <laughs> like, a, like, a, like, uh, I don't know. Emmett Smith shot the hole during his career. She fucking's great at riding a dick. She's really good at riding a dick. She's amazing at riding a dick. All shapes and sizes of dick too. Oh <laughs> yeah. She like, you know. Like what? How could Emma Smith? If somebody handed Emma Smith a fifty-pound uh, goddamn uh, uh, football, do you think he could run down the field fast? No. It has to be like. But when Alexis Texas has sex, she's, she's coming to, in contact with huge dicks and small dicks. She can make them all work. The girl's fucking talented. I love the absence. Like, yes, let's have a civil, intelligent conversation about Kieran jerking off in porn stars. Yes, we can do that here. We can make this very civil and intelligent. Have have a thoughtful banter back and forth. Uh, jerk off here. Jack this is like the. There. This is like jerk, NPR. Jerk. I know. 
It wasn't there some guy you know that thinking? some guy from NPR was accused of sexual yeah, misconduct. Yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, how the fuck does that happen on NPR? Well, like yeah. you're working There's only like six people that work there. So hi, this is NPR. You know, six people that work at NPR. Come no, there's no. Only, I'm saying there's six people that work at NPR. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in this segment, shit joke. I am gonna masturbate yeah. into a plant. Oh yes, the Weinstein. And now the sounds of a young Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Clearly, Karen never listens to NPR. If that's, if that's one do you think that's a joke, you get out of it. Karen has no idea what NPR sounds like. Uh, Karen is the new Garrison Keeler. Who the fuck is that? Who's Garrison Keeler? What did he do? I don't want like an intelligent joke. Who's Gar? Who's who is that guy? Garrison. Somebody. Keeler? Rock, look Keeler. that up because somebody's accusing me to being Garrison Keeler. By the way, if all these. Se- like, think about all these sexual misconduct allegations, right? Oh, well, he's the guy from NPR, obviously. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> Would they hire me? <laughs> I think I'm curious you know fun of the guy. Him, yeah. no idea who his, what be his honest, name is. To be honest with you, I am going to uh, apply for Garrison Keeler's NPR job, and I'm going to send him a tape of the segment I just did about Alexis, Texas. <laughs> I'm a wordsmith, motherfucker. NPR my ass up. <laughs> uh, um, all right, so yeah, that, that, he's that guy. Oh yeah. All right, here's the thing I want to say about the um, the uh, sexual allegations. Yes. All right. Now, just say that everybody that's accused of sexual misconduct by women across the country, all 40 of these guys, all of them looked like Brad Pitt from Fight Club. Would we be having this fucking wave of sexual misconduct charges and trends happening across the country and the world? Yeah. Why? Why? Why does the looks of them make any difference? Because I don't think these would be. Because I think a lot of these girls would be like, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I want to get banged by Brad Pitt in his office. <laughs> you know what I mean? If, I if, guess. Well, like, I, guess. Pitt, I, I understand where you're going, if, but yeah. If Brad Pitt, if Brad Pitt from fight, like what, the ab Brad Pitt, the really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cum gutters. We, right. got, we got it. If he's cornering a chick in like a, like a kitchen or like in her, if he's cornering a chick in his office and jerking off into a plant like Harvey Weinstein did, I don't think it's that bad. Like, I don't think she would be like, oh, that's gross. She'd be like, oh man, that's, you know, that's kind of weird. You, oh, stop it, Brad. <laughs> You know, you're not gonna be fucking creeped out. It's Brad you might Pitt. have a point there. Guy's got, I, you know, it's possible. I don't know. I mean, back in those days, the guy had cum gutters for days. Right. Right. He was the dude. Yeah. Right. Do you, you think like if Matt Lauer looked like Brad Pitt hosting a Today Show for the last twenty years with cum gutters? Do you think any of the? Did he think he's fired? No. He's probably looked at as oh. You know, he's just one of the, he's just slaying pussy. That's fine. He should slay pussy because he's, you know, a good looking guy. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I guess, yeah, I guess. But that's just not the reality of the situation. It's not the reality. Like- but are, are some of these sexual misconduct uh, allegations kind of just allegations in, in bad because the dude making, uh, you know, propositioning these girls 
is bad looking. Right, because they're just trying to wield their power because right. obviously the women are not interested in them. Like if Louis C.K. was, you know, talking to a chick asking, you know, hey, you want to come watch me jerk off? And Louis C.K. looks like Brad Pitt from the heyday. Do you think that girl's going, oh, that's weird? She'd be like, no, that's great. Let's go fucking do it. And then after that, you can put it in my butt. <laughs> it does, it's not even a story. <laughs> So, okay. well, no, it's not even point, a fucking story. Point, give right. 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 Well, that's the bottom line. If it's consent, then it's consent and there's no issue. But she, she, I mean, the, the, the I don't think you necessarily have to look like Brad Pitt. If the, if the woman was attracted right. to the guy, well, that's, that's what know. I'm getting to. I mean, obviously people know Brad Pitt to be good looking, you know? Right. Yeah. So that's yeah. why I'm using him as an example. Oh, what's in the box? Yeah. My <laughs> cock. Get on it. Yeah. Right after this, I gotta go fucking interview the president <laughs> on the fucking Today Show. Then I gotta throw it to Al Roker. Huh. What's in the box? What's in your box? That's what I'm talking about. Not you. <laughs> Not me, but I will be. And that play could be a finalist in the Trojan Ends Boner of the Week Award. <laughs> Uh, I want to host the Today Show, and I want this sound oh. to be uh, like on my ringtone, and I want people to call me while I'm <laughs> at work. I don't know. I don't know what I'm calling right there. Leroy Jenkins oh. said you made an excellent point, I guess, about the uh, Brad Pitt thing. Yeah. I, I, I guess because Leroy's saying if, if Brad Pitt cornered him, he would be like, yeah, whatever you want to do. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Yeah. I mean, give me, give me, Rocket, look up one of these dudes, uh, look up one of these, uh, accusations of one of these guys, just pick one of them and give me the accusation and, and, uh, I'll tell you how this would play out if the person looked like Brad Pitt. Well, let's do, uh, what's his name? Um, give me, give me one. Uh, NBC guy, uh, Matt Lauer. Matt I, well, I, I just kind of did that one. Like he'd still have oh, his I, job. Right. So, <laughs> Charlie, Charlie, uh, Charlie Rose. Rat Charlie Rose, yeah, let's do Charlie Rose. That you can even fuck. you can even lump lump Bill O'Reilly. He's he his shit his accusation. Fox paid out thirty two million dollars to the girl he was fucking with. Thirty two million dollars. Yeah. Now, um, be honest with you, he might be the only one out of this whole fucking thing where I feel like if even if he looked like Brad Pitt. Uh, no, I think, you know, I think if he looked like Brad Pitt, he'd skirt. He'd still be hosting the Riley Factor. <laughs> you know? I don't know. I just, i be honest with you, Charlie Rose? Charlie Rose would still be fucking doing the Charlie Rose show and hosting the CBS morning show. He would. The only thing Charlie Rose did is that he would, like, call chicks late at night and go, Hi, uh, I'm Charlie Rose, and I want to smell your vagina. Like, that's what Charlie did. It's not that bad. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. Would he just dial random numbers or just get no, people's numbers from nah, I was like, uh, he's accused by several women of unwanted sexual advances. Groping and grabbing women, uh, walking naked in front of them. A lot of these guys have been walking naked in front. See, the yeah, whole- what is with that? Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's they're one. in their own dressing room. Right. If you look like Brad Pitt or, or any of these girls offended, no. They're not. They're going, oh my God, I just saw 
his great dick. <laughs> it's amazing. I just wanted to fucking home. Right. Uh, you wouldn't hear about it. They'd be happy and it would just be, uh, you know, Charlie, a private story. Charlie was accused of making lewd phone calls. Yeah, and he like would touch women's legs and upper thighs to see how they would react to see if they were into it or not. Right. Like when I'm he grabbed call, when I'm someone's call, butt. He grabbed somebody's butt. Is that what he did? Yeah, at a staff party. So he's fine. Oh, that Charlie. What did Dustin Hoffman do? Accused by he women of sexual Hoffman. harassing in 1985 when he was 17. Yeah. He, he was 17 and 85. Does that, that make sense? No, that doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah. oh, she was 17. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, oh. Uh, actor Ed Westwick is accused by two women of sexual assault. The BBC pulled. Uh, what, what did he do? He didn't do anything. He didn't fucking do <laughs> he didn't anything. Do anything. <laughs> hey, fuck, it doesn't even say what he did. Los Angeles police are investigating. He denies the allegations. They didn't even say what he did. They don't even know what he did. That's the worst one ever that I've read out of this whole thing. It's just a picture of him with the word sexual assault offender. And they didn't even say what he did. That sucks. If I were this guy, I'd be fucking furious right now. Well, maybe he is. I, I got to imagine he's furious. But, but think about think about that. If someone comes out just swinging, you know, guns blazing, and then like a little bit of truth comes out of it, then they're going to seem like an asshole. But if there's nothing at all, that everyone's going to be on like on that person's side. It's just like you know what this bitch just wanted money. Bitches just wanted money. Well, I, I, I mean, if I were a famous dude out there right now in this climate, I'd be fucking scared as hell. Because anything, anything that I could have, and something I probably would have forgotten about, like bumping into a chick in a fucking, like a coming out of an elevator and, and you know, somehow my, my hand inadvertently touched her butt. It is a legitimate issue now. Like you can't, you got to be super careful. And, you know, I've, I've heard stories, you know, that right now it's, you're almost walking on eggshells because not that you're doing anything, you know bad or trying to do anything bad or be sexually explicit with somebody. Mm. But uh, sadly, there's people out there that are looking for a quick buck also. Right. And, uh, you know, not on not on the celebrity level, but on the low, you know, the, the, the common person level, the you know, where you get these shrewd lawyers involved and things like that. You just got to be ridiculously careful. Like I'm even like, you know, I, when I talk to people now, I got to like really think about what the hell I'm saying and I can't be so right. casual. You gotta be Joey generic. Yeah. You can't be like, hey, do you Here's like muffins? <laughs> no, you cannot say that ever. What? I can't say that ever. Do you like muffins? Yeah, you can't. No. no. That is that Here, is dangerous. Here's one, here's one from your past. Oh god. What about the uh, elevator story at your brother's uh, bachelor party? I know. That's what I was kind of alluding to when I just said that a minute ago. Uh yeah, imagine like that happened where I was walking to an elevator and I bumped into a girl, like a girl stopped in front of me and I bumped into her and my hand, because I wasn't watching, my hand bumped her butt. And I'm fucking Matt Lauer. Like I'm fucked. Like I'm a TV personality. I'm fucked. Yeah. Like in this climate, which is crazy. You know? Yeah. 
And it was funny. I saw a tweet by the great. Uh, oh, me? Thanks. Uh, that was nice. It was about. Um, it was like fucking Anthony Cumia. <laughs> it was Anthony Cumia, actually. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. And he said, um, he, he was talking about these sexual allegations and he's like, and all this, like, f- he was talking about feminism or something and like women power and women standing up. Like, you hear all these, like, women are standing up now. They're coming forward. Yeah. They're not afraid. And he's like, well, why didn't they stand up when this shit happened 13 years ago? Where were they then? Where was their yeah. voice then? Where are they? Sure. Where is every girl that's accused Harvey? Where's she been? Where's where's her face on TV or calling a newspaper, the New York Times, when it happened? It's not that easy. It, it's hard it. to put them on that because I get you, you're it. just so you're scared first and foremost. Yeah, well, it's a different dude. Thing. Harvey Weinstein had Israeli like uh, intelligence agency agents. You can't fuck around with that. You don't want to fuck her. Kulti had a great. We had a discussion sort of at school about being sarcastic, sarcasm, having to watch what we say and all that. Isn't that crazy? You have to be careful with sarcasm. I know. I'm really bad with sarcasm because I'm always like, hey, would you like to suck my dick? No, I'm just being sarcastic. Oh, boy. <laughs> Good boy. Good boy. I could have put this more. This is why I, you don't have interns. I could have put more. I know. I wish I did. <laughs> that sexual har- harassment right there. Slay- That's like preemptive sexual harassment. Slaying that intern <laughs> pussy. I'm kidding. I would never do that. I mean, how could I if do this show? How could I possibly do this show in this climate anymore? <laughs> like, if I actually had it, I, could, I can never work with anybody doing this radio show and saying the things I do. If yeah. I were to, if I were broadcasting right now and off camera across from me were like, a, was a girl fucking making sure the feeds up yeah, and right. I'm talking how I'm talking now, that girl has every right to go. I feel uncomfortable in that environment. Well, no, that's a little crazy because this is the show. It's her I, choice I, to be I obviously You're have, not forcing her to be here. I have a point. Yeah. I mean, I would win the argument, but she could yeah. say that, right? No. What do you think? No. I think that's too that no. that's silly. Did I go that's a, silly talk I, here. Gary's talking silly. Did I go a little too far? This isn't lunatic radio. This is you, silly radio. You were swinging for a grand slam and you got a bumped. Leroy Jenkins <laughs> checking in. <laughs> Fly ball caught. Caught. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. That's what that was. Yeah. I got a point. Oh, uh, no, you don't. No, nope, no, you don't. <laughs> Oh, I'm trying to figure out what these buttons are. I got Rocket. Uh, we'll take a break in a minute, and we'll get back to the sexual allegations shit. And by the way, we'll hang up on Virgin Zach because he's been on the fucking phone for an hour. Um, Rocket, Rocket sent me. <laughs> I, I'm very happy. For for 15 years, I've owned this piece of equipment called a Bose Doctor. My Fink. dick. Yeah. <laughs> and I've owned, and I've been pushing its buttons for 15 years. Whoa. No. Uh, I have this uh, sampler that I've used to do the radio show for 15 years. And when I moved to Arizona, I lost it. But Rocket held on to it. And uh, he sent it to me uh, just recently. And I'm very, like, I, I'm very happy to have my, my sound effects back. And I don't want to change them. Like Personally, I think we got hosed on that call. These sound effects that are on this machine are just so nostalgic for me. 
God damn it, are you fucking with me? I've been using these things for 15 years and I've never changed them. Smoke and you got several every cards day. of them too. You, yeah. gotta, you can swap out the cards. Yeah, <laughs> this is such a fucking... Look at that, so you got that. I got, you know, I got some, some great sounds on here. Yes, my <laughs> underscore dick.jpg is on one of those cards. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the I still have that picture. The politically correct culture sucks, man. Well, maybe, maybe it oh, does. It does. Maybe it does. Maybe in some ways it doesn't. What am I fucking talking about? I don't know. I, I in some ever- way, be honest with you. Be honest with you. In some ways, the politically correct culture probably works because it's like we're evolving. We're becoming more open-minded yes. As, yes. as a society. It should be for the better, the betterment of society. Right. But I still want to be able to use the word cunt when I want to. You can, just don't direct it to someone specifically. Right. I, I, I live a real cunty life. I'll say it to myself. There you go. I'll say it to myself. <laughs> all right, Burton Zach, we got to let you go. Maybe give somebody else a chance to call in. Yeah, all right. Well. Glad to see you guys are back. Rocket, congratulations on the kid, too. Thank you. Yes, Rocket's going to be... Did we talk about that? When was that? Can we no. talk about that? You don't want to talk about I, that? Yeah, we, yeah, I mean, it's not much to talk about right now because we're kind of like in the uh, percolating stages. Did that happen when we've been what? off this whole time? Did we talk? I don't know when the fuck... I think it's been two months since we've done a show. Yeah, no, that was like early on, so I wasn't talking to anybody about it, you know, just to kind of keep it right on the on the DL. But yeah, yeah, we're having a having a little little rickety rocket. <laughs> please name him Rocket. Please. Just rickety. Just please. Uh, yeah. Then, uh, you know, he's going to have his own rocket radio hour. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that does make a comeback soon. Yeah, that might. I know, really. I, I was thinking about that the other day. Like, I just drink and play stupid tunes. That kid, that kid is going to have sideburns by the time he's 13 years old. I hope so. <laughs> Full on sideburns. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to teach him everything, you know, what not to do makes because all the mistakes I've made in my life. And the day when he comes, he says he wants to do a podcast. I'd be like, go to your fucking room <laughs> yeah. and you think about it. You're just going to show him a picture of me and go do everything the opposite of he did. Yeah. <laughs> do the opposite of what Uncle Kieran does because you'll be yeah, more yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything he does, just do the opposite of it. You'll be okay. Uh, absent checking in. Rocket McChops Jr. Oh, there you go. It kind of sounds like a McDonald's meal. Yeah. Leroy Jenkins <laughs> Chops Jr. coming mm. in. Uh, all right. Let's name Rocket's kid. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately know where this is all going. Uh, uh, what I bring up. I'm sorry. Rocket. Actually, I wonder how that. I wonder how that uh, message board thread's doing about Rocket's chops. <laughs> it's still. Uh, uh, did you did you say to the wife though? Did you be like, you know what? What do you think about Rocket? Honestly, as a name. Fuck no. What am I, an idiot? No. <laughs> Just <laughs> fucking throwing a pan at you from across the house. Yeah, really. It's like, what am I? Not that stupid. Uh, how about Joey Stracconi? <laughs> well, obviously, well, that's that's actually my father's name. So obviously, that, that's. Oh really? That would yeah. say that might be the name. It could be. That one's actually in the running. <laughs> uh, Baby IPA. There we go. There. We're, now we're getting good ideas. See, cool teacher. Now she's thinking out of the box. Oh wait, was that a sexual? Yeah, I think sexually? so. <laughs> 
can't say that. Be honest with you, I don't want her thinking out of the box. I want her thinking inside the box. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what I'm saying either. Hold on. Kim <laughs> <laughs> John. Name him Kim Jong. Mm, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, fucking a. Uh, all right. So we'll do a break. We'll come back. Uh, more lunaticradio.com show. Oh, we're doing more of this? I thought yeah. that was it. No, we get two hours. We only oh, did fuck. one. We only did one. <laughs> all right. Oh. Sounds good. All right. See you later, Virgin Zach. Bye. Thank you. Later. By the way, live number to call in, 718-690-9290. Think of something during the break to call in about. I want to hear from the yeah. folks. Rock and I are back. We're not, like, going to fucking do this one show and see in May. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. We're going to be here. So, like, engage with us. Let us know what you think about this uh, world we live in now. Kind of like, like Literally, you know. I'm watching CNN all day today. Oh, yeah. uh, watching fucking grown men and women scholars people that went to college uh journalists argue about a tweet <laughs> the president wrote i'm like what the fuck are we doing what are we doing what is going on in this fucking world i'll name my kid wolf blitzer like this world has become dumber than our radio show <laughs> yeah they're it's, like yeah we would bitch and moan about tweets now right. now actual uh news programs are doing it Kieran, I guess we kind of like set the trend, you know? We set the trend. Yeah, we did. Baby Sharkies coming in. That's a good Oh, one. I like that. It's uh, Baby Sharkies. Uh, Sharky Staten Island. Fuck Coach McAdoosh. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. All right, we'll yeah. take a break. We'll come back with lunaticradio.com show right after these words. Twitter? Twitter doesn't give me these problems. Kieran and Rock are on social media. Why can't you just like me? Be sure to like and follow Lunatic Radio on Twitter. Rocket, you gotta get naked. Take off your pants. Do something sweet. Don't say sweet. Oh, I listen to you. Okay. So if you say take them off, I shall. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. They're already naked, aren't they? I feel like I have hair on my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I've been blowing into it. If you're people listening. Twitter.com slash Lunatic Radio. Nice ass. Oh, I just, oh no, I just got a very nasty text from, uh, from, uh, a guinea I happen to know. Fine, do another show. <laughs> uh, I'm listening. That's Anthony Cumia. <laughs> oh, there he is. is. Are you, are you guys on the same network that Ant is for his, uh, for Live at the Compound? Yeah, actually it is. Cause it's actually a pretty good, it's a good system. So, uh, we use it as well. Um, cause you kind of have like all these cool little features. So, yeah, we're we're actually on the same network. So, uh, well, I'm going tomorrow uh, to Ant's house. Um, tomorrow's Monday. I'm going over there, and I imagine we'll be doing a live at the compound. Nice. Oh, there you go. I've only done it one time, and it was fucking fun. And I want to do something with that green screen. Like when Ant's talking, I want to just poke my cock out in midair, <laughs> like through behind that green. That fucking green thing rules, man. I've never been I was like a little, a little boy. I was very tickled doing that. He honestly has a great setup over oh, there. God, yeah, I know. Kieran and I watch it. We're just like, fuck, man. I know the setup when. when when we heard that Ant was doing this uh, internet radio thing, and we took a like one look at a show, and we're like, "This motherfucker, he just killed us." But he's <laughs> like, smart though, because it's, it's like he he took he's got a massive house. It's like it really is, uh, and and you know he's like he's made. Good, you look at Big Kid; he's like made good. You 
use of it. He put it in a pool in a movie yeah. theater. It's all this shit <sighs> if you were nine years old and had guns and alcohol that you would want to do with your fucking house. Yeah. You'd want to put a movie theater in there. You'd want to put a fucking bar. You'd want to put a pool. You'd want to put a back area. You'd want to put a fire pit to burn possessions. Uh, you know, you'd want to fucking put that kind of stuff in your house. So his fucking place is great. See, so he's see, suing the slow transition. He's going to tell you guys one day, like, you know, maybe we should do the show at my house. <laughs> Believe me, I'm waiting for the phone call where he's just such the ISDN is in the fucking compound. He's getting tired of traffic. <laughs> but he's got that, that setup downstairs. He just has to get fans because like, there's so much equipment that it's, uh, it, it's really uh, it's warm. But that is like... I mean, it feels like you're in a basement, but when you look at it, it looks like you're on a fucking in the studio. It's amazing how good that looks. That's hilarious. Though. We have the same problem with the heat. I have like fucking fans blowing into this room because all the fucking electronics and bullshit. So he has, so Ann has the same shit we do. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's just, nice it, to know. It gets really warm in there. It's fucking funny. Uh, we love. Yeah. It. So, uh, so how long have you guys had your show? Nine years, actually. Oh my god, you did say that. Fuck. Yeah. And can you tell how many people are listening? Right now, live in the chat room, we have 33 million people listening. <laughs> that's not bad. That's actually that's actually a little smaller than I'm used to when I call it on the radio. <laughs> Minus the million, of course. <laughs> yeah, we, we actually uh, started nine years ago and we didn't know how to do radio. Actually, the first time I ever heard my voice was my first radio show. So we kind of just learned how to do a show over the years. Yeah, look, you're just doing it because you love to do it and, and you, you know, you hope it goes somewhere. It's like doing stand-up for 20 people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've done those a million times, man. I, I've done... Uh, so you don't think about how many people are listening when you're doing it. Sometimes when we're doing the show, we're laughing at something and I don't know... It's like I know because I, I'm that people are listening, but it doesn't feel like anybody's listening. I feel like I'm just in a room with my friends, right. fucking off. I was like, are we being too inside today? All we're doing is talking about D-Rock's fucking tits and slow fake nipples. <laughs> Does anybody listen? And it's like, I guess they do. I mean, it's, sometimes you don't feel like you feel like you're literally in a room with your friends, just talking into mics for no one. Yeah, that's what got me interested in the show way back in the day because it just had like three guys hanging out in a bar, just chilling out, you know, and just throw some microphones in front of you and just see what happens and see where it goes. So, yeah. you know, it's for that very laid back feel. Just shoot the shit. I mean, and it's fun to communicate with, obviously, people and make them laugh, forget about yeah. their day, that type of thing. Yeah. But, uh... Well, it's a very immediate thing. I mean, like, I really, like, I genuinely laugh when I'm doing the show and I normally hate collaborating with people. Like, you know, because when I write, I like to write my own material or I like to write, like, you know, if it's for a book, I don't want anybody telling me material. Like, I like to have my own thoughts only. And uh, with radio, it's a complete collaboration and it's fucking great but it doesn't feel like you're collaborating it just feels like you're hanging out with your friends mm-hmm. um, it's, like, it's, it's, it's like you can it's, it makes stand up a little harder because it's like you're vomiting emotionally every day for four and a half hours it's like I said everything I want to say today you know it's like we joked what, what am I going to say that's funnier than what we did for 25 minutes on the fucking show right right you know, so it's like how I go out and write jokes about this shit. It's like, you know, you know, in case I fucking, I, I mean, I, I write something I said on the air, I just steal something and Anthony said, I'm taking a couple of ants lines. Tough shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, people like me on Facebook. Here in Iraq around social media. Why can't you just like me? Be sure to like and follow Lunatic Radio on Facebook. I need to get naked. That's what I need to do. Dude, tap it out, bro. What do you mean? I'm tapping out. Wait a second. What? No Facebook.com slash lunatic radio. Wait, who told them to get naked? I'm get sitting it. here behind this microphone. There you are. Perfectly fine with my manhood. Really? Are you? Of course I am. Facebook.com slash lunatic radio. You have only one contact as filthy as possible. Yes. What's in your coffee cup during the day? Come. <laughs> Lunaticradio.com. 
up, what up, what up, what up, people? What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Hello, show. Hanging out with you. Tell you what, Rock, I've been on uh, that uh, vacation, they call it. Like a staycation, you know, like the kids like to have uh-huh. the uh, the new phrases for things when you, when you, you know, it'd be trendy and hip. Stay, yeah, staycation right. was one of them that recently came to light and, and used worldwide when people, you know, take a vacation from work, but they don't really go anywhere. They call it staycation. So I did, I did a staycation. We talked about it in a segment, uh, first of all, in a little bit, but uh, yeah. So, you know, I did a staycation and I watched, I've been watching a shit ton of movies. Oh, like what's something you've been ca- what, catching up on? The one, the one that I had, and this is what I love about being able to just, you know, search around and find movies. This is what I love about movies. Okay. I love finding a movie I have no prior knowledge of. No idea what it might be about. Okay. I've, uh, you know, I just see the cover and I go, fuck it. I'm going to watch this thing. And then when I watch it, I become totally locked in. And uh, it turns out to be a great movie. And I'm actually thinking about the movie afterwards. That is the best movie watching experience to sure. have. You know, like like when, you know, mm-hmm. it's not like it, 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 it's I just love that. And yeah, there was yeah. one movie that I watched over my staycation that I loved. And I was yes. like, why did I never hear of this freaking movie? And it was X-Machina. X-Machina. X-Machina? X-Machina? Is that what it is? X-Machina. Is it Machina or Machina? Machina. Okay, X-Machina. Whatever. It's the... I love that. X-Whatever. It's, it's, it's the greatest movie. It's the, that movie is... Well, yeah, have you seen it? Kieran. Yeah, you were thinking. You, right. It's right. I mean, have people seen this? It's been out for a little bit, two years or so. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it, sure. it, it, the story goes is that this kid was uh, one. Of, he works for an internet company and he won some sort of contest. And uh, his prize was to go and spend uh, like a week. Uh, oh, wait, are there spoilers in this, Karen? Am I, should I talk about it or I mean, fuck it. I'm going to talk about it. It's my radio show. I got nothing else to talk about. I want to talk about this fucking movie. So anyway, the kid wins, uh, and he's invited his prizes to go spend a week on the, like his CEO, the CEO of the com- company's, uh, estate that's often like the wilderness somewhere. Uh, and, uh, you know, when he goes there, he finds out that, you know, this CEO guy has been working on some, you know, top secret project or projects. And uh, the kid is invited to this estate because uh, not because he won the contest, but he, he actually uh, he, the CEO wants him to be uh, a part of his, you know, his fucking thing he's creating. He wants his to test, his test, 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 test and trials with this new project he's doing. And it, it happens to be he, the guy created a female uh, robot. And he wants to see if this female robot, this AI, artificial intelligence, actually develops consciousness and thinks for itself based off of the interactions the robot has with this kid that he invited to come stay with him. And it just, you know, the movie goes from there. And it's kind of got like this Stanley Kubrick type of vibe to it if you watch the movie, which I love Stanley Kubrick movies because they're always so creepy and out of nowhere and 
just odd. There's still always stories about odd shit and deviant crap. And that's what this, this movie had that kind of vibe. Cause when you're watching ex machina, uh, or machina, uh, you're like, you know what? Be honest with you. If an, if an AI turns out to be like the one, this guy developed in the movie in real life, I could see not only robots taking over the fucking world, like quickly, <laughs> like really quickly, but I could see having an actual relationship with a robot until they get cunty. <laughs> I will, I will say, you, you know, worked it in. Karen. I will play, say, play. I will say, yeah. Can you imagine a robot getting cunty? I can't imagine. I, well, you know, the AI has, isn't that advanced yet. Hopefully Karen would immediately find the delete button, but I don't know if anybody has seen this movie. A lot of people have, I know, but it's, it was, it was, why did this thing win awards? Cause it brings up such a, like a great, like, it's almost like a truth that like these things are going to eventually. Well, I think I won special effect awards. I think the story was a little, I mean, just for, for in simplistic terms, like it was a little artsy, this, the story. Um, so it probably didn't like jazz up the award, uh, voters, if you will. Um, I also don't know what else was, was out that year. Um, but, um, I understand why you're, why you raise the question, but, um, you know, it's a little, it's a little funny that film in a way it's like you know it's like it's 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 a little weird it's it's an enjoyable film it's interesting it's provocative but it's not like you know it's no moonlight that's what i'm trying to get at <laughs> fuck it it was way better than moonlight that movie this movie moonlight was not good i'm sorry moonlight i was sitting there watching moonlight i'm like this thing is gonna be fucking all over the award show oh it will the, yeah you knew that back in the day because you know they have the cum wiping scenes yeah that's all it took that's all it did that's that was it that's the that's only thing that was groundbreaking about that movie is that it was the first movie i've ever seen nominated for an oscar that had two uh cum wiping scenes <laughs> and one on the beach like I mean, is, that, is, is that what broke the mold for that fucking movie what the fuck man how can you tell me that that movie was better than Ex Machina? You know, the AI no, story. No, it, it was a good film. Because to be honest with you, towards the end of Ex Machina, I'm like, God damn it, I'm pissed that guy got locked in the compound there while the AI took off into, uh, you know, the wilderness because I was like, I was hoping that guy would have a shot with the robot. I would date <laughs> that robot. I, I did not, I did think the, uh, you know, because the, the guy, the CEO guy who lives in the, in the house in the remote fucking you know, wilderness of, it looked like someplace far, far away from anything, uh, near civilization. But anyway, the guy developed like multiple female robots to based off of what he liked his certain taste. He developed a, an Asian girl, uh, one that, that was a blonde and he would literally have like re sex with these things, which was creepy as fuck. But I was like, wow, man, you know, if you really fucking develop them well, I don't see the difference. Like, I don't see, well, I don't see it being that terrible. Like, you know, because he, he developed this skin that they get, you know, the robots can put on themselves and make them look, you know, perfectly like a human being. Right, right. Um, you know, what's the fucking big deal? I'm just like, what's the fucking big deal? The only thing is, like, if the thing short circus while your balls deep in it, that's going to suck to get electrocuted through your penis. 
Excellent point there, Karen. By the way, I just want to remind people that I'm 41 years old <laughs> and I think like this. It was a pretty creepy scene. He had like the ones in the closets. That, that, was, right? that was pretty creepy. That was very Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, it's true. It's yeah. true. Yeah. But I loved so, it. So, so would you, 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 you totally be down with a, with a robo chick? Not only would I actually kind of be, it wouldn't, eventually, I don't think, I'm not thinking about it to be joking, ha wacky, wacky. I think it, that is actually going to happen in reality. Really? I think that's going to be a thing. Well, yeah, with all the sexual harassment things, no guy's going to want to talk to a woman right. anymore. He'll just go to a robot. Exactly. Exactly. That's one little <laughs> nugget of information that's, you know, very good, Rock. Oh, thanks. Yeah. That's yeah. It, it's gonna happen with technology. Like uh, it was Elon Musk. I think uh, Leroy Jenkins said this, sent this to me. Yeah, and he actually is talking about it in the chat room right now. Um, he, you know, Elon Musk said, you know, robots are gonna take over the world like quickly. Something I'm like paraphrasing. Like quickly, it's gonna happen. We're all dead. Humans are dead because once these things develop, uh consciousness or an ability to think for itself we're fucking done we're done as humans we're obsolete we're uh they're just gonna go on and 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 evolve exponentially uh you know what do you think no i could i could foresee a future like in the film uh, ai how that shows the world that you know there's these w- cities where essentially the AI live, but then, you know, humans lived fine, you know, uh, on their own. You know, I, I could see that being a reality. Can you imagine a, a world where like AIs exist? What would that do to sports? <laughs> Talk about juicing. Who gives a fuck about juicing? You got a fucking well, yeah, robot yeah, hitting exactly. fucking 60 home runs a year. Like anytime he wants to hit home run. Like AIs wouldn't be able to play sports. That would be just for humans, I think. Uh, yeah, no, but it's gonna happen, it's kind of, dude. I I looked at that movie and I when it when the credits started rolling, I was like, "Fuck!" I, this movie makes me feel weird. <laughs> like I feel weird. Like like I literally became attracted to a fucking refrigerator with eyes. <laughs> watching this movie like that so it's weird because you could potentially see yourself I could, falling for I, a robot I like could a kid did because the, the, what was great about what I found smart about uh, uh, the, the way the movie was written uh, mm-hmm. is that the, the, the CEO character uh, based off of like porn searches developed this robot to the liking of the kid so based off that kid's search history that he went on porn sites and what kind of girl he likes and what blue eyes and this and that he developed that you know robot so that he be would become attracted to it if it developed its consciousness like its own way of thinking and right it'll think for itself and soon as that happened soon as that thing that robot that ai started thinking for itself the guy became attracted right well it was also visually appealing Cause it's kind of like, based on what you're saying, then like you know, he become attracted to like Wally in the animated film because I had a conscious right. thinking like, yeah, I want to, I want to stick my dick in that box. <laughs> it's literally a box. It literally is a box. Uh, it's because it was very attractive. 
Yeah, because if, if it, it, it's kind of disturbing, like, yeah, if it was like literally like you describe a refrigerator, <laughs> but had mouth and eyes All right. and it was interacting, the guy would be like, this is stupid. What am I doing? Like, are we done yet with this test? Because I'm I want to go. Right. But because it was attractive, it was, you know, he's like, so how you doing? Right. <sighs> I just had something in my head and I, it fucking, oh, shit. I forgot what it was. It was something else about the movie. <laughs> yeah. What else did you like? I don't like the ending. I don't like the whole, like, uh, she got in a helicopter and peaced out. Right. And she, you know, yeah, the ending was kind of, well, you knew that's what was going to happen. Like the AI wanted to get out of the compound the whole time, entire time. And she it was kind of held captive, but it finally, uh, found its way out of the compound and, you know, took a plane flight or helicopter to society. And that's where the movie ends. But I wonder what, like, I want to see what the sequel would be like, you know, we're trying to get a job. <laughs> right. Bang, like going to bars, picking up dudes, just becomes a whore robot. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a real fucking disappointment. That thing just starts turning tricks and like, yeah, yeah. Doing heroin. Yeah. Even it does nothing because it's a robot. Moves to the Bronx and starts turning tricks in between Toyotas. <laughs> Blowing dudes between Toyotas. Like you're you're a fucking AI. You're a robot. You're artificial intelligence. You're you're a fucking you know, the most fascinating piece of equipment this world has ever developed. Yet you're blowing a dude on a sidewalk. <laughs> because I don't know, whatever. But I love that movie, man. That movie. That movie, I'm telling you, oh. like like Idiocracy, it gave me that vibe. Oh, I see. You know, it gave me like, you know what? This movie's predicting the fucking future. It's going to be, I guarantee, I bet, here, I'll go out on a limb. I'll throw it out. Oh. Uh, ex Machina, as Rocket calls it. I like to say Machina, but okay. I like to be wrong too, all the time. Um, ex Machina yes. is predicting the future it's going to be one of those like idiocracy sure sure i can see that i would say that this movie is you're going to look back on this movie 20 years from now and go that fucking movie had it that movie had it motherfucker and it's going to become fucking the next scientology wow not saying that but but you are uh absence and kieran's dream date is a refrigerator with google eyes and a fleshlight (laughs) Oh, googly eyes, <laughs> not Google eyes. What would be better than dating abroad it's, who has like a fucking like war- those Muppet googly eyes that just go around in a circle? Yeah. <laughs> like Cookie Monster eyes, they're just spinning. <laughs> what would be great about dating an AI female, like a female AI? Uh, you know, it's it's just the most convenient thing ever. <laughs> Well, wasn't it that story that we got recently that like some guy was, uh, you know, he had a, uh, a real doll or whatever and his wife was okay with it. Oh uh, yeah. That, I have that in my notes. <clears throat> that's kind of like on board with, you know, where that's going. A uh, married man has sex with doll and his wife doesn't care. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you take a look at the picture of the guy who's, you know, bought the doll and having sex with the doll. You can understand why the wife doesn't really give a fuck. The guy's 58 years old. He's a 58-year-old engineer. Aww. Uh, 
Yeah, he's 58 year old engineer admits uh, that he has sex with a Bond doll, April, four times a week, and wow. even takes her out to dinner dates. Well, that's, that's weird. Well, that's like, a little why do you have to do strange. that? Like, what are you doing? April is a five foot tall latex doll that costs twenty six hundred bucks. Hey, that's not that's that's great. That's a nice deal. Why do you take her out on? Dates? Why is he? Like, what are you doing? That's hokey. I don't think that fucking happens. There's no way this fucking guy. He's an engineer. That means he went yeah. to college, and yeah. you know, tried to better his mind. Exactly. But then he again, ain't taking then that again, out. he is he is fucking a piece of latex. <laughs> but what's the difference? Like, he he's just the guy with like, I don't know. Yeah, what do you see in that? Like, what what's the deal? Uh, uh, he even admits uh, I had to choose between April and my wife, and honestly, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> like, he, if it came down to it, like, and like it's the wife comes to him, gives him the ultimatum: it's me or the fucking doll. You choose. James, James doesn't know how he'd answer that yeah, question. He's gonna have to weigh those pros and cons out for a while. Gosh, she must be a real like her vagina. I don't know. She must be a real pill. What's 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 her deal? That she's like, yeah, yeah <laughs> right, I, I totally understand why you have this. Like, I'm looking for a quote that says, "My wife is a total c word." <laughs> like, I'm looking for that quote in this article, and I don't see it. <laughs> Uh, all right. James said the sexual aspect of a doll ownership is very small part of it. What you find more pleasure from is in the long run is looking after them, dressing them, putting their makeup and interacting with them. He's interacting with them. Karen, would you do any of that? You wouldn't do any of that. No, that's, that's creepy. That's some, that's some weird shit. That is. Yeah, the interact. Uh, clearly, yeah, if you're interacting with them and dressing them, like, it doesn't mean I don't. I felt, this is what he says about <laughs> the doll. I fell deeply for her, more deeply than I had ever huh? imagined. He said, it's amazingly, uh, amazingly like having sex with a real woman. The biggest difference is uh, whatever position you want them in, you have to put them in. <laughs> it's kind of like rape. <laughs> kind of like rape uh uh as they can't get there on their own obviously uh, yeah whatever man but this guy that's just so a- weird but okay so imagine this doll was an actual functioning ai sure sure because the doll looks you know it kind of looks like a doll but it's you know in, in like dim lighting it, you might think it would be a woman you know, just a real right. fucking dullard real of dark. a woman, a real, real a real dullard of a woman <laughs> just laying there. I think I actually had, uh, I had a, yeah. a fling with a, a girl in college that was kind of like a blow up doll. It was kind of cause she just laid there and just didn't just like, hello, hello. You, you know, whatever is left at a bar at three in the morning. Right. You know, one of those. Yeah. <laughs> But you can imagine if, if there was this, you know, this sex doll that this guy owns named April, if it was an AI and it, you know, I don't, you know, th- this whole fucking scenario is not weird <laughs> to me. I don't know. Yeah. It's because then she can, she can, she can maneuver herself then. Would that be the end of like marriage as we know it? If like you were able to date an artificial intelligence female? Not no, not immediately. You're and, seeing that and, moment, and the same for like 
a uh, a female, you know, dating a uh, male AI. I think it would begin an interesting transition. I don't think the moment that it, you know, starts to take shape. I don't think it's like an instant. I think it would, it would take a long time. That's almost like a part of evolution in a way. Uh, James, uh, Leroy Jenkins checking in about James, the guy who's banging the doll. You're saying he's no Brad Pitt. No, James is not. Uh. No, no, I'm not. No. There was a girl in college. I, Epson is checking in with uh, questions about the dead weight I was having sex with in college. <laughs> I don't know. She was just not very fun. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Ex Machina is the movie I want people to go out there and watch. I love these. I love these uh, two-year-old reviews. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, it was great. I mean, I, wa- I watched some other movies, too. What else did you see? Come uh, on. I watched one Let's called... Mu- I watched this, like, racial one called Mudbound. It's it put out by Netflix. It was pretty good. You might see that in an Oscar thing. The guy that played uh, Easy e in Straight Outta Compton... Oh, yeah, sure. sure ...was in guy. that movie. Yeah, he was, he was in that movie. It was kind of good. Uh, I watched uh, some movie... Some other artsy movie called Youth. And I only watched it because on the cover of it... It was Harvey Keitel and a really good-looking girl and her naked bottom. So I watched that one. That was going to be good. okay. It was good. That one was good. I watched. I watched a few other. Uh, I watched some good movies, man. There's some good movies out there <laughs> that I feel like just get thrown by the wayside because uh, the only thing that Hollywood really pumps are like animated movies and fucking things with goddamn superheroes. Those make the money, Kieran. Those yeah. are the ones that make the money. Hey, how would, so did you, Logan, Logan Lucky you watched? Did you enjoy oh, that? Oh, Logan, Logan Lucky. Lucky. Yeah, that was great too. That was a fun flick. And uh, I remember texting Rocky after watching Logan Lucky. I'm like, wow, this is just like a Hillbilly's uh, Ocean's Eleven. And Rock goes, well, it was made by the same guy, shithead. <laughs> <laughs> Send... It really was. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Karen was like, wow, this is Ocean's Eleven. I can, I can imagine you, know. you reading that text going, man, you're a real dullard. <laughs> <laughs> you are a fucking dim-witted idiot. Didn't Karen you just, just read the credits? Sets him up on a T-ball for me. <laughs> By the way, I want to I send congratulations out to Rock. Oh, thanks. And uh, our old friend Rory Karf, director extraordinaire Rory Karf, on the 30 for 30, Ric Flair 30 for 30. Woo! Because I like to mention that Rock worked, uh, Rory directed it and made it. But Rock yeah. did a lot of work uh, with some of the, you know, the inner workings of the, uh, how the the picture or the documentary looked. So many yeah, imagery in yeah, there. Yeah. Rory did an incredible job. He put it, it was literally years. Yeah. Um, Cause I remember starting to work with Rory on it almost two years ago. Um, you were working and, on that uh, thing for two years. Well, yeah. It, it, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't constant. Um, but um, the first interviews with Ric Flair, so like the, the film was bookended with interviews of Ric Flair two years ago. And then the last one um, before I went to the full edit and piece together, um, which was a great, uh, aspect of the film um but yeah yeah i remember doing some early uh stylings for it when we were still you know kind of loose with you know getting creative with things kind of got buttoned up at the end but that was fine i mean i think it worked out really really well 
And uh, yeah, I was extremely grateful and just humbled by what was produced and the people that were part of it and getting to meet some of the people that work on are just incredible people in the field. And um, I really like old Rory a ton because he let me be part of this. And uh, um, he's, he's a good friend. He's a, he's a good guy to work with and he's also a great friend. So it was awesome. It was an awesome opportunity for sure. Tight. Yeah. Tight. You were telling me something interesting that I'd never even realized. Um, I'm pretty sure I can. I mean, you were telling me that like uh, when we were texting on the phone or, or talking on the phone, you were saying about uh, how overly complex credits are. And it's the oh thing gosh. that the people that the people that, you know, when you when you layman watch a movie and their credits roll, we don't even pay attention. But actually in the process of filmmaking, and getting like that is like the most like a critical part in what you were saying. That's a critical. It's, it's so funny because yeah, exactly what Kieran's saying. It, it's it's almost overlooked, and you know, first of all, it's overlooked because people don't even just want to watch it. But then just making them in a lot of ways. Um, you know, first of all, getting the final list of actual credits is always a daunting task. Thankfully, I'm not on that part of it. That's tough for like Rory and his guys just getting everyone's names, who goes on top of who, how they want to be labeled, uh, who they want to be associated with, who they can and can't be near. If there's like some sort of like union issue, I, it's I can't even imagine the extent of stuff that can and, and go on with the extent of those. So you got that aspect of it. And then there's like the technical issues and, you know, you, you only have so much time and getting the frame rate to run right. So it doesn't look stuttery. And, you know, this program's now out there to do it um, like uh, companies that do it. And, you know, but uh, uh, you know, it's not always, it's not always the most affordable way to do it. So yeah, the most overlooked thing, black and white text on screen scrolling is sometimes just such a burden and very, very difficult to do. But I, listen, I enjoyed it. It was, it was a tough task. Even, even as simple as it looks, but it was cool to be part of. And it. you were also uh, saying that like, uh, you know, with 30 for 30 films or documentaries, things that like Rory's working on the damn Ric Flair documentary all the way up until pretty much when it rolls. It debuts yeah, on, we on were, TV. We were just in credits like 48 hours before it was airing. Um, Cause we did it. We did it for the, um, for the screening that I attended, which was pretty cool. Um, oh, who'd, and, you, who'd you meet? Uh, Anybody good? Pardon? Who'd you meet at the uh, premiere, Rock? Red you know, it's kind of funny because it's not like... I like to call you Red Carpet Rock. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that should be your new podcast. It's so weird because there were wrestlers there, but I felt very uncomfortable because first and foremost, they were like getting interviewed constantly. Mm. So there wasn't really a break in the action, so to speak, to kind of go up to them. Then secondly, um, you know, it's a professional atmosphere. It's not like a, a meet and greet situation. So you feel like it's a little disrespectful to kind of go talk to them. Uh, and then, then there's the obvious. It's like, I'm a fucking 38 year old man going up to another guy. Hey, I love you. are a wrestler. I used to like, I just felt right. like kind of weird doing that right. kind of a thing. So I was definitely in, you know, amongst many wrestlers that were there and it was, it was cool. And they had like the, you know, the step and repeat as they call in the biz, you know, the, uh, the backdrop with the little red carpet set up for the, for the photographers and interviews. So did you get your picture all there? Did you get your picture in front of the, um, the backdrop? Yeah, absolutely. My wife and I, we took a picture. It was cool. Uh, and, uh, no one wanted to interview me. So I was like, all right, fuck them. <laughs> hey, I did the graphics over here. The fuck? You know, we should have, we could have totally spun that, that you could have got in there as press. 
Right. And I would have interviewed you on the red carpet. And then I would have started because then it'd be like, wait, who's interviewing this guy? What is this about? And it would have. And then all of a sudden you start hearing a buzz, and now it's like, oh, we got to go interview this guy. Right. I, and I could like fake, like you said, something really funny, like, oh, oh my God, this guy's hilarious. And then you say rock, and then people are like Dwayne Johnson? Like, right. Here? Right. Like you're a fucking The Rock's long lost brother. Right. Actually named Rock. That's and right. you were named, like Rock named his character after you, Rock. Yeah, I came first. Right. <laughs> and legend has it that uh, the WWE wanted to hire you as a wrestler because you had a giant member. <laughs> and they wanted to, oh, forget they wanted to oh, name you. We should have did it. We should have totally had you there. <laughs> they, wanted name, they wanted to name your uh, character the rapist. <laughs> Yeah, but it was, was a different. Like, I was uh, actually got to sit next to Sam Roberts of uh, Sirius XM. Oh, really? Yeah, I I walked in. He was just sitting down, and uh, I was like, "Oh, hey, you're Sam Rod of Roberts." And he's like, "Yes, I am." Boy, and, uh, boy, I gotta I gotta do the radio, boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I feel uh, like. Sam Roberts yeah. sounds like. Yes, yeah. he does. So today like- I'm a fan of your show. I listen to your stuff. Love, you know, heard you throughout all the iterations of the show. Glad to see you. Bah, 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 you know, yeah, it was like to uh, be honest with you. I actually, I actually consider you like his like counterpart. Like you're you're the same ilk as Sam Roberts to me. Yeah, well, that was the point I was <laughs> saying bet. that because I'm like talking to him, have all these things. Did he ask anything about me? Did he ask me why I was there? What? No, he didn't say a fucking word. So fuck him. Right? Did he? He didn't want to have any conversation. Right. What he wanted to do was be on Twitter and look for Triple H because you know, apparently you know what you should have said to Sam Roberts Rock at the premiere. You're like, you know what I did in my life? I invented podcasting. Dick face. What have you done? <laughs> You know the word podcasting? You're an, in, you're an intern that made good. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I'm kidding. Ouch. I'm kidding. That but, was that was harsh. That was really good. <laughs> that, that was that was deep. Like that one kind of came from your diaphragm. I'm fucking <laughs> rocket. You know what? You know what I did? I answered a fucking email and then we set podcasting a blazing. That's what I did. Me and my partner, who's a fucking dullard, somehow we invented podcasting. I was, we were, I was doing radio before MP3, Sam Roberts. Where were you? It's, that's accurate. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Anybody listening to this anymore? Probably not. <laughs> hey, Rock, did you get to write Space Mountain? No, I did not write Space Mountain, as the old joke goes with Ric Flair. Yeah, no, no. you know what you should have said to Sam Roberts at the premiere? Hey, oh. how's, how's Opie's coattails? <laughs> Are you going to give Jay credit for that or not? Oh, yeah, Jay. Jay, that's your, <laughs> that's your joke. Sorry, I don't... Oh, yeah, Jay. <laughs> yeah. When Kieran gets on somebody, it's like, you just look out. You just duck your... It's like a fucking nuclear bomb I fucking drill. Sam Kieran Robert. just goes on a roll. Be honest with you, here's the thing. I look at here's here's I'll, I'm, here, now I'm gonna go into a rant. I look Kieran. at I look at Sam Roberts and he's probably a very delightful human being. I actually saw like his podcast is amazing looking. Like he does this video podcast. It looks like the fucking Tonight Show. It's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. But Sam Roberts, are you fucking? Are you really listening to him? <laughs> Like when he's talking, I'm not listening to him. Are you listening to him? No, I'm not listening to him. He's just not like the type of, I'm not trying to be mean. He's just not the type of guy 
you're drawn into to listen to or drawn to to listen to. Like if he tells a story, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. I like I'll I know I'll zone out at some point. I'll just zone out. You know, that's what I so I look at him and I see his, you know, job with Jimmy and all that. And I'm like, just replace me. Put me in Jimmy. Put me to, put me on the show with Jimmy. And there you go. You got yourself a radio show. Yeah. I you know. <laughs> I, I, I look at I look at Sam I look at I look at Sam Roberts and go, God damn it, I, I should be there. Yeah. If he's there, I should be there. That's what. Yeah. I mean, the only thing he's, you know, that to that point that he's got working for him is that he definitely worked himself through the system. Oh, he did. He just didn't show up. Right. You know, so he he does have that for sure. Right. In his favor. And that's, that's a fair quality for sure. And then staying with the theme of staycation, I watch a lot of TV, you know, being around and I came across this, uh, this fucking show on ESPN called Michael and Jamil. Have you ever seen that? It's like, it's like a pardon the interruption, but just with like, like a broad and a dude. You know? Yeah, they've done different iterations. They had like numbers don't lie. I think it was called or something like that. And then they, he said, she said, for some reason, I don't know why, but they've like changed the name. But it's been the same show. But yeah, because I'm it's dreadful. Because they don't know what to do with it. Like I don't. I watched Michael Smith. I don't know much about Jamil. Uh, I watched one episode. She mispronounced. Wasn't that Bill Cosby's wife on the Cosby Show? Wasn't that her name, Jamil? <laughs> no, that's Jamil. Ca- that's Camille. Oh, the Camille. Uh, but I want like J- Jamil was great. I mean, she was opinionated. She didn't pronounce like the names of some athletes that she uh, certainly from a sport she wasn't familiar with. So she mispronounced names. But Michael Smith, I could not hear him for a half hour. And he was talking like I couldn't hear him. Like I can't. He's, he mumbles. He's worse than Shannon Sharp Rock. Like, I didn't think I could find somebody worse than Shannon Sharp in broadcasting. I, I, thought, I thought that was it. I thought that was the, Michael yeah, the Smith top. is by far way worse than Shannon Sharp. Because here's what Shannon Sharp does. Shannon Sharp speaks up. Like, he talks loud. He, you're, you're just drawn to look at him because he's making noise. Whether you can understand him or not. But you're looking at him. You're just like, I'm trying because you're making noise. Michael Smith talks so fast he was literally interviewing somebody on ESPN live with his hand across his mouth like this, leaning on a desk going, so what do you think about the giant situation? Covering his mouth. I'm like, who the fuck hired this guy? Like, I couldn't understand him at all. And I got enraged. I just had to tweet it out. I was like, I can't believe that I'm sitting here with jizz on my stomach uh, doing a podcast for a living and fucking this guy's earning bucks on ESPN. I can't, he's a broadcaster. I can't hear him. <laughs> he has the microphone. Like somebody put it on him. I can't hear him. How do you hire somebody in a communications job who you can't hear or understand? <laughs> it's the two things you need to know how to do. Ugh. Can you hire? I love I love Kieran's Twitter rant about it. He's just like so angry. His hashtags weren't even working. They were. They just he just wanted to get it out as soon as possible. (laughs) I am angry. Has anybody watched? Like, is Michael Smith guy? 
Like what? He's been around. They've been together for years now. What so. fucking office did he go into and get the door locked on him? And who did he blow to have that career? <laughs> Honestly, it makes no sense. He has less purpose being in broadcasting than fucking Sam Roberts. <laughs> wow. So I'm just still trying to figure. So I have, so I have, so I have it fucking. It was an early day session for you, right? That's what you're. That's what you were getting at. Oh, is that what, yeah, that's what I was alluding to. <laughs> I was mid Jack, and I was distracted by the non talents of Michael Smith. <laughs> Kieran, and then he would ask Kieran, "Why the fuck do you have ESPN on while you're in a fucking batch session?" I like the multi. It's called talent, people. Yeah. It's called talent. Yeah, yeah. It's called killing two birds with one stone. Fuckface. <laughs> He's got shit to do. Sometimes I do this show, and I love doing this show with Rock. And I'm glad we're back doing it. But sometimes I sit here behind my microphone, and I'm mid-show, and I go, I can understand why I am kind of lonely. <laughs> It makes sense because the things that come out of my mouth, I can understand people going, I don't really want to hang out with him. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of don't want to hang. He's kind of like, can you invite him to Thanksgiving? Because like, is he going to say something rude? (laughs) Is he going to do the monkey boy at Thanksgiving? (laughs) Yes. Baby named mid Jack. There it is. Well played, cool teacher. Well played. Wow. Mid-jack. Yeah, say that to the wife and see what kind of fucking pen is thrown in your head. <laughs> she might throw the fucking iron at you for that one. Mid-jack. Hey, babe, what do you think about mid-jack for the kids? Just, just fucking this sound. <laughs> yes, okay. I'll go, I'll go back in the basement. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go, folks. Uh, That's too funny. Uh, yeah. I think Mid-jack. Mid-jack. I think we're done, folks. That was good. That was, that was solid. Yeah. We gave you a little bit of radio. <laughs> just, a, just a tap. Just a touch. Uh, I want to say, and I didn't fail to mention this, I want to say that the folks out there uh, who have continuously de- donated to the show and have so. I want to thank you guys. There are folks out there, certainly uh, Ben and, uh, and uh, Absent, some of, you, some of the guys out there. Uh, I can't remember some of the other, other ones, but thank you to folks that have been donating to the radio program over these years, even though we haven't been like producing content. But now we will be, so... And if you like wow. to donate to the radio program, you can always go on our website and just hit click the donate button. It's kind of easy. Donations, donations, donations. Yeah, I'll get that promo and I'll start running it again. Little Rock and I will make a new one. I like the old ones. It's just so stupid. I know. But like, it's an old. Like, here's the thing: it's an old promo. Are people just gonna think we're just too lazy to extract it from the show? And there's, do we? Like, I feel like it's so old that people won't donate. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, they won't donate because. So you're making like people would remember. Like they wouldn't donate hearing the old promo because they would think we're not really serious <laughs> about needing donate or wanting donations. It just helps the show fucking work better if you 
Send a donation. Well, yeah, because if we're out of money, then we start going into our pocket for the right. hosting. Then we won't be able to do the show anymore. Yeah. Uh, Leroy Jenkins, you guys need a GoFundMe page. How about GoFund yourself? Uh, congrats to Rock on the future Rocket Junior coming in from Leroy Jenkins. Thanks, guys. Glad you're back. Coming in from Rim. Thank you, Rim. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Cool Teacher. Um, thank you, everybody. Checking out Absent. Thank you, Absent, everybody in the chat room. Um, follow us on uh, Twitter at Lunatic Radio, on Instagram at Lunatic Radio. Uh, hit the donation button on our website, Lunatic Radio, if you want to send a donation. You can send whatever. Unfortunately, you can't mail me your girlfriend, but I would say donate her, too. You know what I'm saying? What's in the box? What's in the, it's his girlfriend. What's in the box? You can send, you can send Kieran a picture. Yeah, send, send me a JPEG. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, if you want to send me pictures of your girlfriend, uh, I'll be taking those in my DMs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> What's that term? Riding in the DMs? What do they call that? Yeah. Sliding into, your, yeah. slide into his DMs. If you want to send me pictures of your girlfriend... Uh, find my handle on Twitter at Lunatic Radio or on uh, Instagram at Lunatic Radio and feel free to slide in my DMs. Actually, do it on Instagram because you can just send me her profile and I can just scan through that brick as a as, as a mid-jack. 41 years old, everybody. I think we might start a new segment like Mid-Jack Mondays or something. Like the old Opie and Anthony Wow Wednesday, you know, Whip Them Out Wednesday. I think just call this Mid Mid Jack Monday. I like how you, Karen, that was well thought out. Just send your Instagram account. You can just scroll them in his own time. I'll make, he's trying to make it easy for you. I don't want to make it inconvenient for you. You're going to find a picture and send it. Nah, just send me the Instagram. I'll take care of myself, if you know what I mean. <laughs> All right, folks. All right, well, we're glad to be back. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Thank you. Later. Kieran and Rock. LunaticRadio.com